Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. With Audible, you have access to the internet's largest online library of audiobooks, and you can download the books and listen to them anytime, anywhere. Recently, I've been listening to Andy Dorfman's book, It's Not Okay, and I've been loving it. I've been reliving the horror, which was Juan Pablo's bachelor season, and I've been reliving the glory, which was Andy Dorfman's bachelorette season. And that title, along with thousands of other titles, are available now on audible.com. For a free 30-day trial, go to audible.com and use our promo code IJUSTWANNACHAT20 and start listening to a great audiobook today. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and guys... We have such a good episode today. I'm so excited. I really, truly am. I was joined by my friend Brandilyn Haynes, and together we talked about everything that happened in pop culture last week. We talked about Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande, of course, because, I mean, what else is there to talk about? Well, like, it turns out, like, there's other things to talk about because we did talk about them, but Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson is, like, the pressing issue, right? And we also talked about all the recent Bachelor news. We talked about the new Beyonce album, and then we ended out the episode on just such a high note we talked about the new season of queer eye for the straight guy and i mean can you think of anything more pleasant any like happier note to end the show on i could seriously talk about tan france forever and you know what i almost did so stay tuned it should be a good one all right everybody i'm so excited this skype call that i'm on right now feels like a first date with somebody that i've like stalked online for years um oh my gosh and you look so good for a first date yeah i've i really pulled out all the stops for you i'm still oh wearing my, my robe um <laughs> and i have yesterday's makeup on and it's like 11 o'clock so i mean things are real good but i'm here with brandolyn haynes hi hi okay. everyone so brandolyn is best friends with one of my best friends and i've never really like talked to brandolyn before um Mm -hmm. like over the phone but like you know when you like meet somebody and you already feel like familiar with them because you've stalked them online and like you know like everything about their life but you have to like pretend to like hold back and be like oh so where are you from (laughs) so what what do you do for work (laughs) how many kids do you have when like in real life you're like oh she has this kid this is the hospital that he was born at (laughs) this is her mom's like maiden name like the so, feeling is mutual. I feel like we've stopped each other and we're best friend adjacent. Yeah, adjacent. So that's got to really mean something. Yes, it does. All right. So I'm so excited because we have like some pretty fun topics to talk about today um, because it's not like a lot of things have happened in pop culture this last week, but like a lot of enough meaty stories have happened where like I feel excited to report on them. How do you feel? I feel very excited and personally passionate about a few of them. So I'm very, very much looking forward to to diving into things here. I'm I'm very excited. So let's just like hop into it. Okay. Um, so the first thing that I want to talk about is Ashley I and Jared um, announcing that they were engaged this morning. Yes, they're engaged. I'm so happy for her. I'm so happy for her. Like I have so many thoughts about them and they're all good. So one is like, I'm not at all shocked by the engagement. Like, I feel like it was just the natural next step. I feel like it moved fast from when they announced that they were dating. Mm -hmm. But then when you watch like a 40 minute video of them talking about their relationship from the first time that they made eye contact, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, this was a long time coming. And yeah, it makes sense that they would have a quick engagement. Yes. After like all of their history. And again, like... Same with, like, the Pete Davidson-Ariana Grande situation. I really am not at liberty to say a lot when it comes to quick engagements. Um, 
because uh, I only dated my husband for two months and then married him like a month later. It's fine. Same. Um, we were on a like a six month timeline for me and my husband, but yeah, very why, quick. Why? Why wait? What was the holdup? Why did we wait six months? Yeah, like what was the holdup? That. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we dated for three months. We were engaged for three months, and I mean, we just took it it's, slow. It's okay. You're you're just like so much more mature than all of us. So exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, so like I I didn't watch the forty minute video. Like I think I watched like ten minutes of it. And then I, like, spent my time elsewhere online. Um, okay. Not, not like, oh, well, I had, like, better things to do. It was, like... No, you had better things to do. Us I had dumpster people. <laughs> some of us dumpster people watched the entire video, Mary. Okay, some of us watched it. <laughs> but also, like, I feel like nothing would have happened on that video that I wouldn't have known about already. It's true. And so much of it was, like, and then you didn't text me for a long time. And he's, like, no, I didn't. But then you texted me. Yeah, I texted you. And, and then you texted me back. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, so parts of it were redundant. Because I used to listen to her podcast religiously, the I Don't Get It podcast. Um, like, I really used to like that one. And I feel like she would talk so much about it where I'm like, yeah. okay, I've had like a front row seat to this whole thing. I'll just watch like Degrassi reruns instead of watching the 40-minute Ashley, I this again. Yeah. But yeah, so I just feel like engagement was like the next logical step. And I do like believe in them. Like, I think that like they'll make it, especially because she's like such a romantic. Yeah. And I think that she's like an all in person and I don't think she's like going to give up. So like unless like Jared gives up, but I think Jared is also like in so deep. Yeah. Okay. Question. Jared is such an angles person for me. That's I feel like from some angles, I'm like, oh, he is very handsome. And then from other angles, um... I'm like, huh. That's exactly what okay. I was going to ask you. Do you. Is it? Not exactly the angles, but like, is he attractive? I know. I think he's like objectively attractive. I mean, he's definitely not. It's hard when you compare him to all the other like bachelor guys, bachelor and paradise guys. Yeah. And I do like have to hand it to him. After, like, all the money and all the sponsorships and stuff, he's never fixed his teeth. <laughs> That's like, what I was going to mention, his teeth. That would have been, like, my first, like, Number I would have got my first FabFitFun check and been like, okay, veneers, here I come. Here we come. Or just get a, what's the Smile Direct sponsorship oh, where they, like, mail you the retainers? Perfect. Yeah, I'm shocked that he hasn't been doing the Smile Direct. Um, but, I mean, like, more power to him. But I, he's so interesting because... Every season he was on Bachelor in Paradise, like, the girls just went, like, crazy over him. And every year he was, like, the heartthrob. And when I've listened to other podcasts, people have said, like, they've been confused about Jared, too. And then you meet him in real life. And then, like... And it makes sense. in love with him. I feel like Nick Viles may be the same way. Because when I see pictures, I'm like, meh. But then it seems like... like a chipmunk. Yes, but then it seems like in real life they're very magnetic or very charismatic because people seem drawn to them in a way that I don't really understand just from seeing them online. Yeah, like, so I do have questions about him. One of, I read somebody, like, on Twitter saying, like, I still don't trust uh, Jared, but I trust him. I don't think that, like, his intentions are bad with this. No, I mean, they're both young. So to me, a lot of it makes sense that they were just, like, sorting out where they wanted to be in life and who they want wanted to be with mm-hmm. so yeah I don't think I distrust him I think they'll make it in bachelor terms which you know yes. who knows if they'll be together forever but I think they'll actually make it you know to the 
to the I, altar with think, Chris Harrison at the end. I think that they'll get a televised wedding for sure. And honestly, if anybody has ever deserved a Neil Lang ring, it's her. Oh, it's Ashley I. Yeah. Like, and I feel like her tears will just make it sparklier. 100%. Oh my goodness. Imagine like the happy tears. Cause like, that's not really something that we've gotten from her that often. I I would love to see her happy cry. I wonder if it's a little more subtle and <laughs> yeah. uh, graceful, perhaps, than her than her normal cry that we see. Maybe, but I mean, I'm hoping that it will spawn a few good gifts because my Ashley I crying gifts are like a little overused. I think I used <laughs> up all like I hit my quota on like how many or my limit on how many Ashley I crying gifts I could use after the Bachelor in Paradise scandal last summer. Yeah. Because I think all of my tweets exclusively for about three weeks solid had like a gif of her crying. Just a variation of her crying. So I need some more content from her. Okay. Maybe if I will. Did she cry in the 40 minute video? Oh, yeah. Okay. So maybe I need, maybe I do need to watch that just for content purposes. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, that is a more happy cry, I think. Yeah. I mean, I would hope. I would hope that she's not like crying heartbroken (laughs) in this 40 minute long. Uh, love video okay so now that we talked about that engagement we have to talk about the engagement of the month the century the century um pete davidson and ariana grande who we did talk about at length last episode but now like there's been some more information um as far as like the ring and who it was intended for and that kind of stuff yeah i first want to open up with saying so this ring was almost a hundred thousand dollars it was like ninety three thousand dollars do you think that he paid for the ring? I think he did because he seems just like his personality. Mm-hmm. He seems like the kind of person who would be like, is this a fifth of my net worth? Yes. Am I going to throw it all in? Yeah. I just feel like he's yeah. the kind of person that just would. And um, I guess there is the fact that like, even if he, even if like they break up, it's still not a bad investment on his part. He I mean, it's an investment in his like, fame (laughs) yes like i mean this is definitely gonna pay out like dividends for him but like he like what would the resale value be on a ninety three thousand dollar ring oh what what would you buy for it like sixty thousand maybe like like, what do you think the worth is i don't know i'm not a jeweler but the fact that ariana grande wore no i'm not (laughs) yeah but the fact maybe it will go up in value since this was the ring but I believe that they'll make it to the altar, though. Like, Do you think they will? I think that they will get married. What happens from there? Anyone's no guess. Um, and they moved in together. Yes. Where, like, you would... I think that's, like, safe to say. Like, you would assume. But does that mean that she's moving to New York? Because he needs to live I don't in New know. York. Yeah, he needs to live in New York. Although SNL is, you know, off until the fall. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're doing like a two homes thing and in the, you know, interim he's with her, but, um, until probably be on tour or something, right? Cause she has an album yeah. coming out. Yeah, she does. I really like her. And that will be interesting to see how their relationship does with her touring with him in a new season of SNL, because that's got, that's an insane schedule. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I wonder if they'll get married before then at this pace. I wonder if, he will pull like an Amy Schumer Madonna situation because Madonna had Amy Schumer open up for her for like her last tour, which was like 
I think that's like, oh. kind of cool, like having like a comedian open up for you instead of like yeah. a Maybe they could like do something like that. I don't know, but his humor is pretty dark. Have you watched any of his stand-up? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. It's because I just dark. watched the thing about his dad. Like, did you know that his dad like died on nine eleven? I did. Yeah, his dad was a firefighter, yeah. um, and he was really young. Because I mean, Pete Davidson is. I think he's the first SNL cast member born in the nineties. So I mean, he's young. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he has many memories of his dad. So. Yeah, like, I was Anyways, watching his stand-up where he was saying that he was, like, lucky that it happened, like, when he when it did. But, like, his stand-up act was, like, so dark. Like, maybe he could, like, do, like, a lighter thing for the Ariana Grande tour. But. Yes. I don't know. But that would be pretty interesting if they could figure out how to tour together. Bound that up. would be cool. I'd see that show. I, I have, mean, I'd see any show with Ariana Grande. Yes. But Really, like, if you give me tickets to any, pretty much about anything, I would go to it. Yeah, I'm, like, acting yeah. like I would be super like, oh, discerning. Yeah, I suppose I would see that. Yeah. Like, if, <laughs> if you, they invite me, I'll go you give see. me, like, a buy one, get one coupon for anything, like, more than likely I'll drag my husband there. That's me. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll, go, I'll go and report live for I Just Want to Chat. You will be the correspondent. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. I'll be in the press box. Thank you. <laughs> On <Yeah>. your behalf. <laughs> yeah, we really uh, hook it up with this uh, prestigious podcast. Um I've heard that about you. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's why I'm here. I mean, we sent Brooklyn to the Women Tell All last year. That's right. But that's, that's like, right. And she got that gorgeous t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That was a compliment of my friends at the Women Tell All. I was like, hey guys, you got to hook it up for my girl, Brooklyn. <laughs> and then they gave one to her. Then they said, you know what? Let's give one to every audience member also. It's only fair. They didn't want to make them feel left out. Yeah. And there was this compliments of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, you really, really did go above and beyond there. Yeah, I mean, as per usual, right? Yeah. Um, Okay, well, so speaking of The Bachelorette, we have to talk about something a lot darker. Because, so this season on The Bachelorette, obviously everything happened with Garrett, where Garrett, who is clearly like a frontrunner, and his social media usage aside, like, he is like one of my frontrunners, and I really like him. But, like, it's hard to separate the two things. Anyway, he got into some um, hot water over his social media usage and the fact that ABC didn't really dive into his background to find, like, all the heinous, horrible things that he had liked online. Yeah. Um, um, okay, sorry, guys. There was, like, just a jump cut because there was, like, an echo situation. Anyway, there was a lot of speculation on why they didn't really dive into Garrett's background But people have kind of started to forgive that. But now, this week, news broke that Lincoln Adam from the season of The Bachelorette um, has been charged with a sexual assault charge um, for... I wish I had the charges pulled up. Basically, it was... He had, like, groped somebody on a a harbored cruise ship in, um, in Boston. I'll have to, like, look up the charge. Um... I'm he looking is, it up right now. <laughs> thank you. I assume that's what those typing noises were. I was like, okay, yes. Brand's got it. Um, yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> so, and now so he has to like register assault as a... and battery. Oh, that is so horrible. So he was he groping and assaulting a woman two years ago. And he has, and he has to, to register, to register as a sex offender. Yes, yeah. So it was on a cruise ship. So it was in 2016. Um, 
and it says that he's sentenced to a year in a house of correction with that term suspended for a two-year probationary period. And, and then he has to do three a meetings a week, right? Yeah, during those two years, which that's a lot of meetings. Like that's, that's a tough. that's no small sentence. Um, and then he could, if he doesn't, you know, comply with those terms, and he has to like serve his year behind bars. That is crazy. So obviously, horrible situation. What a horrible yes. charge. And there's two things I want to dive into when we talk about this. One. Maybe we'll go with, like, the Becca of it all. I believe that The Bachelorette, like, needs to make changes where they could start incorporating, like, social media or something, like, some kind of, like, social media, like, deep dive. Because if you think about somebody dating in real life, you go on, like, a first date with somebody or, like, you match with somebody on Tinder, what's the first thing that you do? You freaking investigate. You do your due diligence. Oh, yeah, you stalk them. You Google their name. You're on their Instagram. You're checking out their friend's Instagram. You're on their Facebook. Like... And you Google, like, you do everything that, like, you can to kind of, like, check these guys out, like, yourself. But the Bachelorette has been put in a position where she gets no clue about their outside life, except for, like, their hometown date. But by the but hometown she literally date, only gets what they tell her. Yeah. And by the hometown date, too, there's already, like, feelings attached. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you make it to the final four, for the most part, she likes at least three of those guys. And, like, so there's already, like, feelings, like, mudding up. Like what's well, so with this, I feel like you could argue this both ways because on the one hand, I'm thinking maybe that's good, you know, have a more traditional and organic dating experience mm-hmm. where you don't essentially have a background check. You're getting to know that person just one-on-one without the, you know, when is he going to text me back? Did he like my recent post? Is he watching my Instagram story? So I think there's something really cool about getting to know someone in that setting. But in this instance, we're talking about the safety of the bachelorette yes. because if she had Googled his name, <clears throat> if she'd been able to, then she might see these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, if I was a single woman meeting up with someone, you know, like the example you use that I matched with on Tinder, I would probably not show up by myself to a date with someone with assault and battery charges. Yes. <clears throat> I would probably, <laughs> you know, well, I would, I would, I guess I would treat the situation differently mm-hmm. than, you know. And I feel like the only thing that kind of like makes that would make that situation better where this person can't vet these people herself is the idea of oh well abc is going to vet them like nobody would make uh-huh. it through on the show if they had these things but now this is the third person that we and i mean i'm sure like these things have happened like so many other times but like social media oh, yeah. and like, the interest in the bachelor and bachelorette hasn't been like as prevalent but like, last year with Lee and, like, all his racist tweets, and then they had him meet, like, the first black bachelorette. <laughs> yes. And so, like, that was horrible. And now, like, the Garrett thing, again, like, horrible, but, like, I accept his apology. And I've gone into this, like, a million times on the podcast, so I'm not going to go into it again. Yeah. But um, I just, like, hope that his apology's sincere. Anyway, but with Lincoln, it's, like, you would hope that ABC would background check, and they say that they background check, or their production company background checks, well, but and aren't they, they like testing this? them for STDs and learning yeah. like all this crazy stuff about them? How would this slip by them? And if it didn't slip by them, then why did they ignore it? Mm-hmm. Well, and I, so my opinion is like what I think happened or must have had happened is I don't think that there's any way that ABC knew about it and disregarded it. Like, I think that's right. like horrible press for them. Like, I don't think that they wanted 
Two they had to know that it was going to come up. Yeah, so I think that somehow in their background check, they just missed it. But why are they not doing thorough background checks? Yeah, how are they missing some? Because that should be the exact specific thing that they are background checking yeah. for. Like that's, I feel like there are other things that you could argue, oh, you like know, that was Garrett an oversight. Thing, but, like yeah. I know I keep bringing it up. That's hard to background check yeah. somebody's likes on Instagram. Their likes on Instagram. There's have- no way they're going to go through and check every contestants every like on every social media platform yeah like you would have to go to everybody that they follow click on those accounts scroll through and then like they have 30 guys like that's that's a huge task so i don't really blame abc for that like i blame garrett for that i don't blame abc for that this however of course like i blame lincoln for his bad behavior but yeah but i blame abc for putting becca in the position where she's making out with someone that's committed sexual assault and she doesn't know it if she had if she had that knowledge prior and she justified it in however which way she wanted that's her prerogative like yeah but she should have that information yeah she she should get like a dossier on each person (laughs) yes she needs like a little folder on everyone and then they walk out of the limos and then they hand her the folder instead of like a weird gimmick to say like here's my background check becca do (laughs) do with this uh how you will They're like, there are little post-its next to each point with my explanation. (laughs) Oh, fun fact. I just lost the Hamilton lottery for the 50th time. I just got the notification on my phone. Oh my gosh, Mary. Give me me a second. Just had to re-enter for... (laughs) This is going to be a quick tangent, but I'm a fool because... So I live in Las Vegas and I was like, hmm, do people... Is Hamilton really going to have like that big of a pull in Vegas? Like... I just didn't really think so. It's not at, like, any of the casinos or anything. It's at, like, the like the local theater. I was like, okay, I bet you I could just do the lottery and not buy the regular tickets. Because if I bought the regular tickets, it'd be 75 each. And I was like, they're giving away 40 tickets to each show. They have, like, eight shows a week. I will just, uh, I'll just enter the lottery every single day and I'll have my husband do it too. And then we'll only pay 20 bucks. We hacked the system. We're great. We're not great. Because the show only has, like, one more week here. <laughs> and, um, and now you're thinking it might have been worth the 150 bucks to just go. Yes. Like, I, pick your day and go. I made a big mistake. Huge. Huge. Yes. Um. So, yeah. So, there's that. Probably never going to see Hamilton, which sucks. Um, but, well, not with that attitude, you won't. <laughs> you know what? Thank <laughs> you. I did, uh, I have torrented it online, though, so that's fine. Um... Should I have admitted to that? Mm, maybe not. But I, I also watched Dear Evan Hansen last night also. So mm. anyway, um, not in person, just to clear that up. I'm right. just digging a bigger and bigger hole for myself. You're just shoving your foot <laughs> yeah. further and further into your mouth. I just legally downloaded Dear Evan Hansen too. Don't worry about it. Um, it's fine. It's totally on, fine. On the Sabbath day, on the Sunday. That's great. Sure. Um, yes. As you do. <laughs> yes. Okay. So then I just have some quick things I want to talk about because we both only have like five more minutes to talk. Okay. So um, Beyonce and Jay-Z released a new album this weekend. Another surprise album. Yes. I That's their MO now. It's only surprise. I have not listened to it. I have not either. But I do have to bring up the Taylor Swift of it all. Um, which you'll say, "Mm, Mary, like, why are you comparing them? I'm not comparing them. What I'm going to say is Taylor Swift made many mistakes with the Reputation album. 
one of the most notable mistakes, and I was thinking about this ironically, the day that Beyonce released her album, like surprisingly, like on Saturday or whatever. Taylor this Swift, most recent album, yes. not, not the Lemonade album. Yeah, not okay. Lemonade. Taylor Swift made many mistakes with Reputation. One of the biggest mistakes that she made was releasing it in the same Grammy year as Beyonce and I'm sure Adele. I'm sure Adele will come out with something soon-ish, mm-hmm. whether it be like a single or an album. So now Taylor Swift, last year was not a heavy year for the Grammys, really. Like, mm-hmm. Bruno Mars won it. Like, the Grammy Association loves Taylor Swift. She campaigns for all of her albums super hard. Like, they have, like, a Taylor Swift museum, like, in the gra- like a part, an exhibit for Taylor Swift in the Grammy Museum. Like, they love her and they'll give her any award. <laughs> but now she's putting a mediocre album, which was Reputation. It was a fine album if it was released by anybody else. Taylor Swift's potential does not match up with Reputation. Anyway. but now That's your personal opinion. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> um, if you think otherwise, you're entitled to your incorrect opinion. That's fine. That's but, fine. <laughs> see, but now Taylor Swift is going to be going head-to-head with a Beyonce album, which for political reasons and for probably quality reasons because again reputation wasn't that good objectively objectively it was a good album not a good taylor swift album anyway so that was a big mistake and now beyonce is probably going to win the grammy unless adele takes it but taylor swift made a big mistake huge with not releasing um because if she had released reputation like 10 days sooner it would have been head to head with was it that close yeah Oh my gosh. Yeah, so like the singles made it in, but the singles didn't get nominated. If she had just done it 10 days sooner, and she knew what she was doing, she thought yeah. that she was going to have the Grammy year all to herself, but nope. Not with a surprise album. Yep, and now she made a big mistake huge. And big mistake huge. Yes. And now Beyonce's probably going to win the Grammy, and probably she'll deserve it, even though I haven't listened to the album. But if we're talking about body of work also, Beyonce has probably deserved a Grammy right. by now. Oh, yeah. Yeah um well here's the here's the real question should we make an i just want to chat grammy awards like a you know just call it the the chatties or something nothing makes me happier than award season so yes i will spearhead that and you will be my co-host okay done um and then we can award whoever we want and who cares about the grammys not me sorry that's my own wrong opinion (laughs) (laughs) you're entitled to your wrong opinion that's fine um, but for the chatties, we can, you know, we can do what we want. Yes. And we can make the year, you know, the, the bracket for the year, whatever we want. Yes. And probably we'll just do um, 2018 to 2018. And That's fine. And like a normal year would go. Um, and then reputation would just be left out of it. So then we won't have to have any contention within the group. <laughs> because I know that people are really, um, really divided. Will artists be as honored about getting a chatty as a Grammy? Yes. Probably. I mean, I'll send them (laughs) and I just want a chat sticker. I'll do it. Free of charge? Free of charge. Oh my gosh. I'll even pay the shipping and handling. Okay, see? I'll I'll put the stamp on it. That's fine. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we're talking big here. Yeah. I'm very generous. That's so nice. I'm so excited. I am very nice. I can't wait for the chatties. Um, Already planning my outfit. Oh, Maybe this will be like a Skype video call then, if we do that. Yeah. We could. I mean, it wasn't a, it wasn't an exciting outfit, but yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm. I have an excuse now to break out my wedding dress. I'll do it. Um, okay, so oh, I sold mine. 
your that was probably the wise decision because I was like, I'm gonna keep my wedding dress and I'm gonna make like a blessing gown out of it and a baptism gown. Uh, I don't know how to sew. I don't know how to do anything sure, like that. Right. And, <laughs> like when the time came, I was like, I don't want to cut up my dress. Like that's sad. Um. Okay. The last thing I want to quickly talk about. Drum roll, because I'm the most excited about Drum this. Drum roll, one. please. There's a new season of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I'm so in love with all of them. Things just keep getting better. I'm, that's going to be the theme song for the chatties, and you're going to be the one singing it. Um, okay. <laughs> I accept. <laughs> I want your quick opinions. Who's your favorite member of the Fab Five? Fab Five. Okay. I don't know if he's my favorite member, but I love, love that Bobby is getting more screen time this yes. season. I felt like last season we barely saw any of Bobby, and he was pulling so much weight in those makeovers. So I love that I'm seeing more of Bobby. I love that I'm hearing more about his like background because I think that's a really interesting. The Miss Tammy episode that was very enlightening. Beautiful! Oh my everyone, gosh, it was so everyone beautiful. was a winner there. And I feel like I just have favorites for okay. Obviously, Anthony. He's a freaking member of One Direction with that face. He's gorgeous. So like. I... I'm distracted by how attracted to Anthony I am. Is it's it because like, it looks like John Mayer? Probably. Maybe. It could be. And I mean, I just feel like I love each of them for so many different reasons. Jonathan is so gifable. Mm-hmm. Like, everything he does, I just want to film it and turn it into a gif. Um, but I feel like as far as, like, where my heart is right now, I just love that I'm hearing more of Bobby's story. I feel like I'm seeing a little bit more of the behind the scenes of what he's putting into the home makeovers. Um, I love, I mostly I like, I guess in general that we're hearing a little more about the Fab Fives, like their backgrounds and their yes. stories and cause they seriously just have such diverse and incredible backgrounds. And, and I feel I, like this second season is focusing on that and they're realizing that people are just as fascinated with the Fab Five as mm-hmm. people as they are with these makeovers. And I love that. So that brings me to my next subject. I will say though, with this season, I'm not loving the episodes as much like I love watching like the Fab Five like interact and all that mm-hmm. but I mean like my favorite episodes of Queer Eye are like the like the burly men that like <laughs> are kind of sloppy and then like the, like episode one season one that's peak I mean other than the oh, it's Tammy peak. episode but like I love like when they do like those kind of makeovers but all the other episodes like in season and I love the vegetarian guy that they did in episode two season two the vegetarian the, guy. The oh, yes, yes, yes. The proposal. That was like one of the most shocking makeovers. Tyra has nothing on what Tyra they did to that guy. Nothing. Um, I feel like the um, the Macho Man episode, the guy with the um, HO in Mexico shirt, I feel like that might have been comparable to the, to the first episode, like, vibe of the makeover. You know what? I, I've only watched like four minutes of that one. Because I've been like hopping around to like the episodes that interest me. Yeah. I was really into the hipster mayor one. Which was oh, like I haven't the last seen that episode. one yet, and I'm so excited. I had to stop watching it because he was talking about how he catches food in his beard and then eats it later. And then no. I was grossed out, and then I couldn't watch it anymore. And no. I said, this has been ruined. Um, oh. But, but on that note, my favorite Fab Five member is Tan. I love him. Always. All of them are just, I don't think any of them have malicious intent I think all of them are pure. And they are good purely good. Nice. Did you see there was a tweet this morning about how like Tan France has the tough love of the group? Yes, I retweeted that. 
Was that you that retweeted yeah. that? I just saw it on my timeline and I was laughing so hard. It's for your listeners. I'm going to read this tweet to you because it's so funny. It's Bobby saying, you need space for yourself. Karamo says, you need confidence. Anthony says, you need to cook something quick and simple. Jonathan, make time for pomade. And then Tan, you need to get it together or your wife will divorce you. I always look good for my husband. <laughs> I love it. Oh, when he's that's talking season about... two. I, I love him. I love Tan. I feel like that's Tan him. in season two. He's like, what effort do you make? Your wife looks good for you every day. What are you doing for her? Is she proud to have you on her arm? Do you look like a slob? Yes. Let's fix it. <laughs> but know, he's when... so, like you said, he's so pure and lovable that you don't feel like he's being a jerk. He It comes from such an honest place of wanting to help them. And you met him in real life. And he I did. Was pleasant in real life. He was incredible. Like he came so... Um, when I was in college, my husband and I owned a clothing store. So he came, he opened the clothes, or he started the clothing line Kingdom and State. So he was visiting different boutiques um, in the area. We were in Idaho at the time. Uh, so he stopped by with Kingdom, as, you know, part of Kingdom and State to discuss their line and see if we wanted to sell it in our store, which we did for a little bit. But he was just so personable. Like, I felt like um, he was just so willing to share, you know, his background because, he has a background in fashion and like designed everything in their first launch, like from the ground up. And so he's telling me all about why they chose those fabrics and these silhouettes and everything. And then he was just so genuine though. Like exactly like you see on the show, like that's not an act. He was like that in real life. He was just so willing to like sit down and chat and learn more about me. Tell me more about him. And just like the nicest person you could ever imagine. Like that's him. He's so him. cool. I love him. Yeah. I think that he's the one that I would want to, like, get dinner with. Yes, I could see that. Yeah. Also, just listening to his voice. I feel like I would record dinner, like, just him talking about, like, his just reading a grocery list, and then I would play it back as a sound machine while I fall asleep. Screw podcasts. I would just listen to that. I would just listen to Tan France, like, reading the dictionary. Perfect. Okay, so that being said, I have a homework assignment for everybody to do after they listen to this. Actually, I have like 10 homework assignments because this is where oh we're gosh. going to wrap things up and give out our social media handles. Um, homework Get assignment your planners number, ready. Homework Write the homework assignment, assignment number one, you need to go on the I Just Want to Chat Facebook group and add yourself into it if you haven't already. Okay, so I do not belong to any like celebrity Facebook groups. I know, Mary, you are very into like Facebook groups and like chatting about different celebrities. I Just Want to Chat is the only one I'm in. But I feel like it covers everything. I love being in your Facebook group. Thank you. Thank you. It's so, so much fun. And everyone in there is so funny. Like I actually read all the comments on the threads because everyone is so funny and they share like helpful articles and someone's like, wait, what's going on with like this couple or this person? And someone will be like, oh, and they'll like lay it out. And it's such a good Facebook group. I love it. Thank you so much. My goal is to get to a hundred members by the end of June. So everybody add yourself and then add a friend. Um, but so the homework assignment is to add yourself into that group and then search the Pete Davidson Tan France video um, yes. of them like going shopping together. It will enrich and um, and make your life better. Like I was just watching it before Mary and I started chatting, and, that, and it's that's why you so sound so funny. pleasant, right? Like that's why you yes. sound so pleasant and happy. Do you know how much better my life is from this day forward for having watched that video a second time? I watched it a few months ago, but it's even better the second time. It's great. So, yes, that's your homework assignment. Go listen to that. And then everyone needs to follow Brandilyn everywhere. I need oh my you God. to give out your handles specifically for at the Daily Brand. Okay, so the Daily Brand, that's my Instagram. I post my 
I mean, I'm not like a fancy fashion person, you guys. I don't shop at Nordstrom. I thrift my clothes and I get them at Target and Walmart and Old Navy. But I still post my outfits and you can come and make fun of them or see my planner or just hang out. I'm at the Daily Brand. You are selling yourself short. Everybody, please listen to me and my endorsement of the Daily Brand. (laughs) Everyone, the Daily Brand is peak Instagram lifestyle clothing (laughs) account. I love it so much. If anybody in this world deserves the swipe up feature, it is Brandilyn Haynes. She oh, so does... I do share prime. I share my prime faves in my stories, and that's fun. And I wish I had a swipe up for those. You need the swipe up. You and that's why you need ten thousand followers for that reason alone. Everyone, <laughs> you need to follow her. I am inspired by her planning and by her attention to detail. I'm inspired by her cute thrift finds. Literally, she does everything that I wish I did myself but I'm really bad at thrifting. And I know people say like, how could you be bad at thrifting? I just don't have the patience for it. Brandilyn does. Mary, you are a noble land mermaid for this shout out. You are so sweet. So everyone needs to go follow that. Also follow her everywhere else. And your handles are? The Brandilyn everywhere else. I'm the Brandilyn on Twitter and, well, Twitter. (laughs) Perfect. All right, everyone. Thank thank you so much for listening. I'm Mary. Thank you for having me, Mary. Thank you so much for coming on. Make sure to follow the I Just Want to Chat podcast page on Instagram. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at at Mary Person. And then tune in tomorrow for our Bachelorette recap with Matthew McDonald. Okay. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Brandon, thank you for being here. I will talk to you all soon. Bye. (laughs) Bye.